What up, everybody? It's Tommy Runs, and this is the Run, Eat, Sleep Show, episode number 111. Today on the podcast, we have Emily Sisson, uh, two-time, soon-to-be two-time Olympian. She's just qualified, uh, ran second place in the Olympic trials in Orlando for the marathon, and is on her way to her second Olympics. This one will be in Paris in July. We are looking forward to seeing her take to the streets of Paris and absolutely put in her best work. Yet, we talked about a bunch of stuff in this podcast. I'm, I need your feedback. I need your thoughts. You can DM the, the at the Run Eat Sleep Show on Instagram um, and let me know your thoughts on this particular episode. A couple of the episodes so far, I've been leaning more towards that like kind of fun, kind of random conversation style, more like what would happen maybe in real life and not just be like straight up interview after interview where it's like I'm asking the same 10 questions to everybody and I'm just trying to find out a little bit more about these people and even if it goes down a weird rabbit hole of rambling on both of our parts um trying to see how this works out took a swing with this one emily sisson i mean you all want to know like the shoes and the how fast and the how hard and the how many miles a week and the all the gritty details of every ounce of training and nutrition that she took during the race before the race after the race 16 weeks before the race as well but we did touch on a bunch of that we did talk about the trials but we also talked about a bunch of other things and i myself found out about um found out a little bit more about emily than i thought that i was going to uh in the best way possible because sometimes we forget just because they can run super duper crazy fast for long periods of time does not mean that they're not human and have fun and talk about other things other than just straight up running so let me know how you felt about this conversation emily is absolutely the best and amazing and i'm really glad i was able to have her on the show and thank you emily for being a good sport and just kicking it and having a good conversation with me so follow her on instagram follow the running sleep show on instagram subscribe to this podcast and leave a review but only if you really like it leave a review because reviews and comments and hearts and stuffs and subscribes help the show grow. Check this out. Yeah, so in that, so we're here. We're at the the red light has turned on. That's like code word for we're, we're recording. The, the The mic is hot. That's what we're saying. Okay. Mike's um. Live. So Mike's live. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I uh, I've just been relaxing the last like week or 10 days or so not doing too much it's been really really nice after the past three months of uh, I mean, training I, I mean is is like is the last few months of training and then that one race you just did is that like yeah really is that really worth like is that an excuse really to to be lazy now I mean I feel like you should be doing more no, I'm so lazy. I love my breaks. I, I We did do Chicago right before the trial. So I feel like it actually was like seven months nearly of just a lot of intense training. And we were able to fit a vacation in between Chicago and the trials. But now I'm just like, just, I don't know. Like the first day I got back here, I did not get off the couch. I was just so content. <laughs> just, just laying there, just watching TV. Okay, so what do you... What do you, what are you watching right now? Like, what's what's the thing? We're rewatching White Lotus because I've seen it, but my husband hasn't. So we watched that. Wait, oh, I feel like I we watched. Watch, I haven't watched that one. You didn't watch it? Do you like? No. Do you like it, wait. Big Little Lies, those kind of shows. They're dramas. okay. 
but there's I, like, I haven't listened to that one either. I haven't watched that one either. Okay. Oh, someone gets murdered. Okay. And, and then I was, like rich. My people, first response. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna like, like so yeah. Just so yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about White Lotus though, because I haven't seen it. So it takes place um, in Hawaii, I think. It's like this uh, this resort and all these like, uh, they're they such funny characters. You don't really like any of them. They're all very unlikable, but for different mm. reasons. <laughs> and, yeah. and they all show up at this resort and you see like on the, the very start of the first episode, someone dies and you don't know who it is. But um, oh. so you're trying oh. to figure out. Oh, that. Yeah, I yeah. I think I did see that. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's like a, um, like a therapeutic like thing place right is yeah, that it yeah well there is that like there's it's like therapy right isn't it like a, a lady that runs it it's like it's a like nicole kidman or something or am i thinking about something no different? that may be a different one because that sounds familiar but that's not this one no it's you just like talking a, about though? just a fancy like resort okay this one like the one i was talking about i think that she was like it was a true story i think but oh. she was she was like putting like certain concoctions in like their drinks you know, knowingly, like they knew it, but they didn't know what it was. But it was like it was familiar. like it was a it was like a blend for each one of them based on like what they were, what they're supposed to do. Like, man, I'm thinking like, have you heard of Thesis? This yeah. like the the nootropics that are like uh, uh -huh. it's like a company called Thesis. Their thing is like you take a quiz and then it based on your answers in the quiz, it gives you a starter kit of like four different blends of their thing. So you huh. take those to see how you feel with what the differences are. You know, I did four weeks. I did four weeks of them, and really liked three out of the four ones I took. But this is not an ad for for thesis. But it seemed it's what well, I was describing this show of her putting certain blends in each person's drink every morning. They knew it, but they didn't know what was in it. But they knew it was for them. So don't drink anyone else's because you know whatever. That, you never heard that? You didn't hear that? You didn't, I read a book similar, but no, I've never seen this show. Or is it a show or a movie? It's a show, I think. It was no, a show. No, I haven't seen it. No. I think Maybe it was watch a show. that next. Because I guess that's the genre we like. We're also watching True Detective, the new season, and we rewatched season one of that. So, mm. yeah, I guess if there's a murder, we like to watch it. <laughs> so, there's so a drama. I, have you heard of so drama on the drama side? I didn't even let you tell me about White Lotus, but um, have you I heard thought. of Beef? You, yeah, we did watch Beef. We watched that did one, you, yeah. That, yeah. Did you like it? I also found all those characters very unlikable. So it was very entertaining. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I love how I love how they're like supposed to be flawed and like unlikable, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Because normally there's like one person in there that's just like, you know, that's the one that you, you know, like you hated each one of them like yeah. separately for yeah, whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. No, that was, we watched that. Yeah, I guess we watch all those this kind of shows whatever genre that is yeah I, yeah i don't i wonder what i guess it's probably drama like yeah um, it's suspense maybe or something yeah maybe. yeah yeah mystery yeah, well, mystery that's mystery. our go-to yeah yeah um yeah so like i i just watched um you're not really into like speed or anything like that because like you run fast or whatever but um i watched f1 the f1 series you know what is it called oh, the yeah. surviving surviving the whatever right i think my husband watched that yeah i didn't watch it though I think you'd like that. I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Um, and I I heard or hear that they're I know. I know. It just takes is it does it take place on like regular roads or am I thinking of a different one? F one. Oh, well no. So F one, well, what do you mean? Like there's one that's like uh 
I can't remember, but they're like literally on country roads. You're not talking about that, are you? Oh wait, no, I think I'm thinking of that one. Yeah. Yeah, the one where they're like one. they're like going really fast and they're like flying through like yeah, and there's like and someone the, sitting in the seat next to the yeah, telling yeah. him that terrifies me. Wait, F one's not that's that, scary. Though. That's scary. Yeah, yeah that that seems wait, a little extra. Oh, rally driving. Shane said it's rally driving. Rally it's driving. Like, rally, yeah, yeah. Ra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Rally driving is the one where they're like they're really um, they're like going through like countryside and then through yeah, a city yeah. and then like all that stuff. That seems really like seems really crazy. That's but F one seems scary too, though. They're going like two hundred something miles an hour. Yeah, I mean they they're go, definitely going to like two like two fifty or something like that or something. I don't know. That sounds so scary. <laughs> so I, I I interviewed this guy this guy named Justin Williams who who is a, a cyclist or cycler. Yeah. Um, and he does like the Criterium type races where like so what so the trials was a Criterium like okay. type of course because it's a lo- it's it's laps mm-hmm. you know, um, not just like a. a overlap but just laps of some you know course with yeah. different turns right so that's so so for crit cyclist cycling um races it's like less than a mile these loops are less than a mile and there's at least four turns on each one but there's not like a square turn it's like different angles and stuff but it looks exactly like f1 but like with on a bike with only a helmet and i was talking to him like there's no way and they're going like 35 miles an hour you know, average 35. Yeah. So like on straightaways, they're going like 40. Wow. Like, there's no, I'm, that's terrifying to me. Yeah. That's terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. Maybe I would do right. shows. I'll give them a try. Okay, yeah, you time. have to. You okay. have to. Like something, you Hope know, get you know. some, you know, you know. Because then like each in the way F1 worked is kind of cool because you're kind of like, they did a good job at sh- telling the story of each team separately. So it wasn't yeah, yeah. just like about the one race every it was like kind of like you learn you learn the driver's names and yeah like now i'm an f1 fan like now i'm like i can't wait till the next season starts and i'm not even talking about the next show season i'm like i want to see like the real you know the real thing um so now i know all about like why people like and dislike lewis hamilton you know i get it you know all right we'll watch that one next okay i'm glad i can help you with that thank you (laughs) um so yeah so let's let's not let's act like this is a running podcast for a, okay. a little bit. Sounds good. If you don't, if you don't mind. Um, so you just ran. Congratulations! You just ran the Olympic trials, Olympic marathon trials in Orlando, and finished second place. And you are going to Paris. Thank you. Thanks. I'm really, really excited about it. Still, still sinking in, but yeah, good, good day. I'm excited to be in Paris this summer. Yeah, I was, I was there um, in Orlando, so I was like. Uh, you know, seeing you, I, I was at mile two, eight, 18 and 26. So okay. like, I saw you, I saw you guys, you know, turn multiple times on that turn up that little hill. Tell, can you tell me I mean, for the viewers or for yeah. the listeners and the viewers that weren't in Orlando at like mile, like at the one turn where it was like 2.2, 10.2 and 18.2, yeah. there was like this hill that was like, maybe what, a maybe like less than a quarter mile. Or yeah. so, right? Wait, I'm trying to picture the one are you it's the one where like... you turn turn left instead, like right at the finish, but you turn oh, left. Oh, that one. Yeah, it's really small. That's not even yeah, that was that was really short. Uh yeah. But yeah. in my mind, like looking at it, did you guys was that even a thing for you? No, that wasn't a thing no. at all. I I had heard people say like the week or two before that it wasn't flat. And I was like, it's not flat. And we drove the chorus. I was like, no, that's flat. That's pretty flat. Like there, mm-hmm. there's like that one small hill that you do it wasn't even 400 meters it was pretty short 
and by like the time you're getting tired of running up a little hill you're, you're at the top of it it's not it wasn't that is, challenging yeah is that, like the another, one, is that the one we're talking about is that the same one I, I think that's the one you're talking about it's when it's right before the bottle station that one or are you talking about the long slight incline no 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 definitely no on the on the one where it's like you're back into like the heart of the city and you turn left yeah. and you yeah, turn yeah, left so and this point you turn left all you see is the hill yeah it was i didn't think i didn't think that was that hard of a hill at all uh, i wouldn't consider that course hilly it was pretty short so it wasn't really a big deal but there was yeah. a slight incline um on that there was a road we we're on for like two miles it was a two mile stretch which by the last lap was like horrible because you could just see so far in front of you and you could mm. see like the next person up there but i remember people saying like on that last lap you might notice that slight incline incline a little bit more and i i didn't i didn't think it was really much um but i did feel like i benefited from the slight decline as we were heading back into the city that, that kind yeah of like so there. like that 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 road i think is like you go under the underpass so you come up you do that like weird sharp u-turn yeah yeah and then you come through and then you go under the underpass and turn right yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's really like a slight, slight. That incline. street is like it's like an incline for maybe, maybe like a mile. Yeah, I know it. you are doing it for probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I didn't think it was bad. Some people were like, the last time you like the last lap, you'll notice it, but I didn't. I didn't really notice that. Um, too I much. mean, but you're you're Emily Sisson, though, so I mean, I guess. Oh, I don't know. Tough hills will still get me. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like. I was down there. On, I got down there on Wednesday, and so like all all of the runs were like on the eight mile loop so, at some point, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I felt the hill. I mean, but then I mean, we're we're easy running, and we're not professionals, so yeah, I felt the hill. I'm just saying. I don't know about you, but and that was <laughs> not, the only time I. It was the first lap, you know. I felt it already. No, it was. It really wasn't too bad, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm just comparing it to the the Olympic trials before in Atlanta. I'm like, that was nothing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but, if you're comparing, if you but, if you gotta if you gotta dig up the past, Emily. Or yes. Even Chicago, like the end of Chicago, you have that one short little uphill, but it's that mile at 26, so you're exhausted. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I have to run uphill now. It's like it's it's tiny. It's not that big. It's bigger than the one in Orlando, but um, but it's still tiny. It is. And, it, I think it's it's bigger than the one in Orlando, but it's shorter than the one in Orlando. And you're just like, you're nearly at the finish. So it's like the placement of it. You're like, oh, okay. I guess I'll just go uphill and then I'll sprint to the finish line. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's like that that right turn in Chicago is almost it it's not even really painful or whatever of a hill, yeah. but it's just like it's like this is like well, I think halfway up and I'll just said to myself, like, this is so stupid. Like, <laughs> you know, like who put this you're here? There. You know, who put yeah. that here? Like, what is it there for? Is it a bridge? It's I don't I think it's a bridge. Is it? Maybe. I think it is. Yeah. Now that I should I'm know this. I've done it twice it. now. I don't really. I don't remember. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it probably is. I think by then you're 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 moving pretty quick. You're just trying to get get fit to the finish line. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you was excited to be at the finish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was excited to be at the finish too. So I think that the the I think with with which the velocity of which you like tackle these hills are probably a little different than how I normally approach a hill. So I think you're probably done with the hill while I'm still cursing about the hill, you know? So, I, you know, that's, that's probably what we're dealing with here. Um, so yeah, let's, so let's talk about the trials a bit. Um, okay. it was, let's talk, was it, let's talk weather. Let's talk like, yeah. walk me through like, like 
six miles, like, you know, like how was the first half of the race for you? Yeah, the weather, the weather was weird because uh, at the start of the race or like before the start, I was actually cold. I was like sitting in the shade and I had like a puffy winter jacket. And I was like, this is so weird because I know in like an hour and a half, I'm going to be warm and like, we're going to probably be needing to pour water on ourselves. But it was actually like really nice that morning. So we prepared for it to be a hot race. And I think the preparation went well because I didn't actually notice the heat that much in the race. The second half of it, I felt like I started pouring some water on my head around then. But I remember like before the start of the race, I was like, I feel like fine. And like we get to the first like bottle state or not the first bottle station, the first station that had sponges and water and people were like grabbing them. And I'm like, I don't feel hot yet. I don't want to start pouring water on me yet. Um, so I think we, whatever prep work we did, I think did work well because, uh, cause yeah, I, I, I thought it was good. Like it was, it wasn't perfect racing conditions, but I thought it was good, uh, practice for what could be the weather in Paris. So it was warm, like warmer for a marathon. And to be honest, it wasn't as humid as it had been in Florida the week or two prior. Cause we were there for three weeks before the race. And there were some days the humidity was like pretty bad. And mm-hmm. relative to that, we actually got pretty lucky with humidity. Yeah. And then, so like when it, when it started, when did it like start feeling like, okay, now, now it's starting to heat up. Was it just like the sun? I mean, cause I, I mean, being there, it was like a perfect day to be a spectator, but you know, at times, like you said, like the shade was yeah. pretty cool. It was pretty cool in yeah, the yeah. shade actually. Um, I think the sun was just strong. Yeah. Sun was strong. Like I felt like, I don't know who brought the sun a few feet closer or whatever, but it seemed like it was like, okay, something's going yeah. on here. And I wondered like how you guys felt. It, it just felt like the sun was strong. And so I had sunglasses and a visor on, but it was funny. My, uh, my best friend was there watching the race. And she said, when she saw my husband, I don't know when they ran into each other at what point in the race, but it was later on. The first thing she said to him was like, you need some sunscreen. And she just gave her, <laughs> or what did you say? She's like, you need SPS 70. And she just pulled it out of her pocket and she was like, here, put it on. Um, you need this for your like Irish skin to protect it from the, the sun. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, my family was complaining about the, the sun being strong and uh, getting sunburned. So they were like, we felt it. And I was like, well, I, at least I had like a hat and sunglasses to protect my face. So I didn't really, um, I was actually kind of surprised like more people didn't wear sunglasses because it was quite sunny. Yeah, very much. Yeah. And then for it to be like 10 o'clock at the start too, it was like already sunny when you guys started. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it was, was, it was, there was no point where it was like, you know, low light. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No. Yeah. It was just, I guess very strong, but, um, but yeah, no, overall, like it wasn't like, it wasn't horrible. So yeah. Let's, uh, random like race plan. Did, mm-hmm. did, did, um, I mean, you ran a great race so in, I'm wondering like, did, did you execute your race plan as you all, you know, built it or did, was there some deviations because of other people or what, or how'd that work out race plan? No, I, I deviated. It was, uh, it didn't go how we expected it to. Um, almost every marathon I've run though, actually everyone except for one, I've had to deviate from the race plan. So like, I feel like with the marathon, you almost have to be prepared and expect that. <laughs> so, um, what, what, what one didn't you? Uh, Chicago in 2022. That was the only okay. one where it went exactly as we had planned. And I was like, every other marathon all four others i had to change it so um either based on how other people were racing or based on like things i was dealing with but this time um i was planning on like making it kind of like a a solid pace from the gun with uh kira we were going to trade off leading every two miles uh and run like 525 pace is what we talked about 
So I think I got to mile eight. Yeah, it was mile eight. I got a, a, a cramp in my side and I would gotten a cramp in my side in Chicago this past fall. So um, I don't get them in practice, which is weird. So it just caught me off guard in the fall when I got it in Chicago and um, and I didn't know what to do. And it ended up getting pretty bad that race. So luckily I ran Chicago this past fall and I had some takeaways from it. So when it popped up in the trials, I was like, okay, I know what didn't work last time. So we're just going to do the opposite of that. <laughs> so, um, so I had to slow down from the pace because that's one thing that really helped the slowing down. Um, and even though Kira and I talked about leading a lot, I just had to back off or else like my side was just gonna, I was worried I was going to have the same fate that I had or meet the same fate that I met in the, in the fall. So slowing yeah. down helped a ton. And then I just focused on running in the pack and just staying as relaxed as I could. And even though the race plan wasn't to run at the back of the pack, it was to help like push the pace a bit. Like that's just what I had to do uh, on the day. So I guess be prepared for anything in the marathon because just so much can change and so much, there's so many variables. So a lot can be thrown at you. I mean, and that, that's like, a, that's, I mean, I know as a person that's like never <laughs> going to be like trying to qualify for an Olympic team. Um, in, in order to do so, you have to be top three. You can't just run a good race. You have to be top mm -hmm. three, no matter what that means. Um, there's a lot of pressure in that. And for whenever I run a marathon, I'm just running for like my own time because that's what I want to do. And it's yeah. no pressure really other than the pressure that I put on it. And it could be a lot to like be in the, in the race and you train for this for three months and all of a sudden something just comes out of nowhere and you're just like, yo, this isn't, I've never yeah. had this happen. What's going on? Like yeah. what, 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 what would you say would be like advice for folks that are like training for, you know, a spring race, there's bound to be some type of mm -hmm. anything to pop up. Like how do you work through that? Like kind of in the moment? Cause I think that's one of the things that separates like amateur, the amateur mindset from like a pro mindset is like how to like shift in the moment and keep going. I think what really helped me last week was when something was thrown at me that I didn't want to deal with. It wasn't expecting to was I, I talked about this on Sidious. Uh, I, I thought it helped not to think so black and white, not so much like top three or bust, because if I was like, if that was what I was thinking in the moment and the second I got something like a cramp or something that went wrong, it'd be very easy for in my, for me in my head to be like, Oh no, I'm not going to make the team. And, <laughs> and just, uh, and and then just like kind of shut off or something. So right. like, I remember when I was cramping and so early in the race too, it wasn't a good sign. I was like, this isn't great. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but I did just try not to, not to think too much of like, too much of like what the um, main objective was. I was not, I pulled myself back and I wasn't thinking, oh no, I'm not going to make this team or, oh no, mm. I put in, three months of training away from home, <laughs> or we invested all this time um, and money to like go train in hot climates. Like I didn't think like that. I didn't like, I didn't panic, which I feel I like could have easily, like I could have easily done that. I just pulled myself back a bit and I was like, okay, like this might not be my day, but what can I do? And um, what, like, what can I do to get the best race I can out of myself today? So immediately I, I slowed down and that helped a lot. But then I also just started breaking the race down I started giving myself checkpoints, like get to this mile marker, like see how you are at that mile mark. Let's just get to halfway first and then get to mile 18 and then get to 
20 miles and you only have 10K left. So I kept like putting these uh, checkpoints for myself. And then I also gave myself little like goals to meet along the way. I was like, okay, so let's see if we can get you like your side to relax. Let's focus on breathing. So I would just like focus on breathing in through my nose, out through my mouth for like, I did that for like the, the whole marathon. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's focus on like some, I guess, process stuff. So let's focus on breathing. Let's focus on um, when you get to your next bottle station, sip your bottle, make sure you're drinking a little bit because you don't want to bonk. You don't want to stop drinking, um, but don't chug it and don't, um, yeah, don't like, don't drink so much. You're going to stress your diaphragm more. So I kept like doing these like things along the way. Uh, and then like, eventually I got to the point at mile 18 where I was able to recognize I was feeling a lot better. Like I, my side felt tight for most of the race, but it did stop cramping. Um, not that long after mile eight, I don't remember how long I ran with it cramping for, but, um, but it just felt tight. So I was like, at that point I was like, okay, like, like let's snap out of it. Stop thinking about your side. Stop thinking about, um, what could go like if, if the stitch comes back, just like, like focus on racing. You're here now. You're at mile 18. <laughs> You've got eight miles yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I think that helped. I think if like in the moment I had panicked or been like, oh no, like this is all for nothing. Like I think that yeah. could have led to like a worse, worse day for me. So I guess I don't know what I'd say, but just try to focus on what you can control. Um, focus on like break things down, break things into chunks, break it to like checkpoints, or break things down to like what you can do. Um, I guess like other goals you can give yourself to focus on. I guess that's what I did. And that worked out. Yeah. Do you ever have like, that's great advice, by the way. Um, oh, and, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it, it's, it's cool because it's, it's one of those, it's nothing you hear sometimes like people give advice that like very gifted and talented people give advice. It's like, you hear and it's like that's because you're really good at what you do like you can't like yeah, just you know just do this and it'll work you know but it's that's at any pace that that advice can work like really yeah like break things down to control what you can control set small targets um you know don't you know try your best not to harp on like what's going wrong and, and kind yeah. of pull back to the moment and say like you know, what can i do um yeah. and just in life in general, like controlling what you can control is yeah, all like, I'm, I was going to say half the battle, but that's like all the battle, you know? It is. Yeah. And no, it really like, is. Yeah. And most of our stress in like issues, you know, come from us either trying to control stuff that we cannot and we will mm -hmm. never be able to, or ignoring the stuff that we can control and not in and not controlling it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you on that. For sure. Um, but yeah. So when you're running though, and you're out there for some reason, maybe it's because I'm just just an un, untrained maniac. Um, I think about the craziest stuff when I'm running. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Look I used ahead. to do like I used to do this. Do I, I used to do this thing like after I'd run a marathon? Like I, no one. I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea, but I would break. I'd break the marathon down into miles and like okay. right and right out mile by mile what I was what I was thinking because I could remember it almost pretty vividly really? for a little bit ah. you know and ends up being a long a long post but I would try to break it like small like it would just be small thoughts you know mm -hmm. and some of it would be like you're doing good you know blah blah, blah. mile three great blah, blah blah and then it would be yeah. like mile six like I wonder why they don't make such and such ice cream and vegan or whatever you know yeah. like it would be real too. Like one time I, it, it was a half marathon and I was having, it was like early in my running journey and I was 
really I was really struggling in this half marathon. Yeah. It was like mile like 11 or 12 or something like that and it was all going it was going backwards. Like it was definitely yeah. not it was definitely not a negative split in this race. And I passed by this um rest in peace. I passed by a dead uh, raccoon. <laughs> and it was like very much new. You know, like, oh, that just happened like this morning yeah. for sure, you know? And <laughs> this sounds so weird. I passed by and I said, I said, um, it's like I said it, I told I told it thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to use your energy. <laughs> this isn't a race. Went, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like by myself. It was like this weird, it was just such a weird moment, but I was just like, I need. I need to borrow your energy. I'm sorry. You know, did you like say that? it out loud? You weren't when you said you were by yourself. I, you weren't in a pack. I mean, I don't know if I actually. I don't even know if I said it out loud. And I was not in a pack. This is okay. See, this is different than your racing. You know, in my head, I was out in front of everybody else by by a long shot. Yeah. But yeah. this was more of those one of those races where like, so if you're like my my pace ish range, yeah. In a lot of races, you end up being alone. Okay. It's just this weird pace. Like if you're running. I don't even know what like the pace would be for, but if you're running like a a one twenty high or mid marathon or so, like at the time or what maybe one thirty even, some a lot of races you're in this like gray area of like you're not fat, you're not like fast fast, and you're not like in like a, you're not a middle pack to back of the pack. You know, you're just kind of in this weird yeah, little yeah. gray area. So yeah, a lot yeah. of the races, even like a marathon, like if you run a two fifty or 250 something unless you're in like a really big marathon like a boston that is very you know yeah. there's there's it's a lot of people in every range like even mm -hmm. in new york like if you run a 250 something a lot of that you're gonna be you could be alone you know like there's gonna be yeah. people in front of you and behind you but it's not like packed up anymore yep. mm -hmm. um just a quick just a quick you know um lesson for you since you'll you know you'll never be back there with us um <laughs> But yeah, I asked this raccoon for its energy, and I think it worked though. Did you get energy? Up. Yeah, I feel like I did. Okay. I feel like I did. This is before I was even like taking gels and stuff like that. So, so, so it wasn't even the gels then. So it wasn't the gels. Yeah, it was definitely that that little guy. I appreciate him to this day. I remember him. I still remember it. I don't. Yeah. I, I I don't think I get random thoughts in a race. Uh, sometimes when I'm Never. jogging, though. No, no. Well, okay. I was jogging the course or we were driving it not jogging it um but i was driving the course i remember like the week before and on the course there's like this pet shop and what was the name oh, of it i took it where was it it was uh i don't know on that main stretch of road in orlando like when you're running back into the city back and it was oh, like I, didn't called, see uh, I think the name uh, uh, of it's uh, called like all creatures pet grooming or something it's like all huh. creatures welcome and i was like talking to shane then the rest of the time we were driving the course i'm like what do you think's the like weirdest creature someone's brought into this pet shop because that's what it was called it was like oh, all creatures pet all creatures what what like, what is bring what, an alligator in like what was the weirdest thing that you guys thought about we thought alligator maybe alligator yeah i don't know yeah i mean so i guess do, you don't groom an alligator i don't know i guess that's the oh it's grooming no it yeah, wasn't it was like a, a vet. shop but it wasn't, it wasn't even like all pets it was all creatures so i'm like well and it had like all these reptiles like on the outside of it. You're gonna have to look this up now. All creatures pet room yeah. in Orlando. Oh, we're looking it up now. Like, I mean, this okay. is serious business. Well, um, we actually did see an alligator when we were in Orlando in our neighborhood. So did you? Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. It was huge. Where did 
where did you like how far were you out out from the city when you stayed we were we were two different places we started in claremont but then we ended up um i think reunion was it or kiss me it was like it's this area Mm. where a lot of families stay when they're going to disney so Mm -hmm. i was there for most of it for like the three weeks or most of the three weeks before the race um yeah that's a long time though were you guys like just so ready to come home yeah, uh, we were excited to come home. A lot of people yeah. asked if we like wanted to take a vacation after. Uh, and we were just like, we haven't been home in three months. We haven't been home since November. And we got a vacation in in October and we'll take one again this summer. So we're like, we actually just want to be back in our apartment and <laughs> uh, like meeting up with friends. Oh yeah, all creatures pet dreams. Wait, where'd you see it? Wait. You're looking at it? Yeah, it's, I just Googled it. It's I'm not finding it, man. Okay, there's a website. I can send it to you. Yeah, we need to know. We need to know. Oh, you guys went down to Crystal Lake, right? I was, I was, I had cut my, 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 um, yeah, I need to see this for sure. All creatures pet grooming. Found it. Um, yeah, so everybody that's listening to this, um, go, go give all creatures pet grooming <laughs> a review on Yelp. Maybe it's just tell dog and cats. Since it was in Florida and we'd like seen so many like interesting, like so much interesting wildlife while we were there. We're like, well, maybe people we'll bring in, I don't know, more than just dogs and cats here. We don't know. It looks really nice. Oh, uh, I like. Where, where did you go? Where did you Google it, or did you? Um, I just googled it. Yeah. I looked, well, we I looked it. My, it's on the course. I looked. I'm looking. I'm. I looked at my my maps and searched it through there, and there's this little picture of. Oh, you cut this out this little dog sitting on a couch in a little ponytail thingy. It looks so That's cute. cute. Oh, that's cute. Okay, so it sounds like it's just like a regular grooming creature. The way it looked from the outside, I was like, someone's definitely brought. It's green. Either. It's green. Like it doesn't. Yeah. You bring in like. Oh, I lost you. I think the Wi-Fi cut out. Sloth. I, I, somebody brought in a sloth for sure. Okay. No, that's not that weird. Okay, never mind. That's... <laughs> this would be way more interesting. The sloth. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I feel like oh, you sloth. Why did when you said sloth, I said I. When you said sloth, I was thinking um, ferret. I don't know why. <laughs> Those are not okay. similar at all. <laughs> yeah, sloth is sloth is sloths are so are are. I mean, I shouldn't be like that because what if a sloth is listening? Like, but um, yeah, I don't. I feel I feel bad for them. You know, they move really slow and all that stuff. But I just think that they're the weirdest. One of the weirdest looking. I think Thanks. so too. Yeah, I think they're really interesting. They're so slow moving, but they've just survived so long. How? Like How? Evolution. I don't know. Maybe they're smarter than we give them credit for. Right. I just don't. I just don't understand. <laughs> oh, sorry. Can we stay on the animals for one longer, one second? Longer oh sure. Here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So worst. I mean, maybe obviously, if worst case scenario, waking up would be like waking up to a lion. Yeah, we get that. Yeah. But second worst scenario for me is like waking up to like a possum. Oh in yeah. My face. Those are the. Oh. Oh, oh I just story. No, I get. No, no, scary, go ahead. Yeah. Fine. Wait, no, it's scary. Well, I, I, I didn't think it was that scary at the time. My husband thought it was weird. I was pet sitting a snake once. And oh, what? <laughs> and it was my sister-in-law's snake uh he was huge he's massive and i'd wake up in the middle of the night and he'd be like staring at me (laughs) and as long as i remember to keep the weight on top of his cage like it was fine he went escape but like it would be so creepy whenever i'd wake up at like two or something to go to the bathroom i'd just like look over and his name was snakey 
and Snakey would be staring at me. And I just put my eye mask back on and turn over. And I was like, I didn't see that. That didn't, <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> oh my God. What it was a what kind of snake was it? I don't know. What kind of snake was Snakey Shane? Was it big? Yeah, he was a big one. Yeah. He actually like a boa constrictor type of oh, yeah, sorry, uh, Snakey. He was massive. Yeah. Yeah, just actually just a couple weeks ago. Um, but my sister-in-law just texted me just now. I could ask her what kind of snake he was, but what I pet sitting. Wait. How long was she going? Was she gone for a year? I didn't know that like snakes needed like that type She's of gone attention. She was for a month. She was in Costa Rica for a month. Okay. So I guess a month. I guess a month is a little bit. Wait, she's texting me right now. I could just ask her. No, I can't. Oh, ask her what kind of snake Snakey is. Or what? Yeah, I, we need to know Snakey. Um, tell Shane. <laughs> tell Shane we said hello. It's only one of us on here, but. Yeah, yeah. She. <laughs> we, we the <laughs> listeners said hello. Um, I don't know where you went. I think I accidentally exited the screen. But yeah, um, that's the, like that was sometimes weird. I'd wake up and he'd just be staring at me, and I was like, oh, "That's kind of, it's a little bit creepy." Yeah. Oh, he was a bull python. That's what he was. A bull python. Oh, ball, sorry, ball python. He was huge. Ball python. That's even. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I had to feed him. Um, what did he eat? Oh, like no, a mouse I don't want to know. Sometimes? Yeah. Ball <laughs> python. I can stop. Stop telling the story now. <laughs> oh, th oh, there's no way that this. Oh my gosh, there's no way. I'm looking at it right now. There's not a chance. I don't care who asked me to watch this thing. I don't care. Uh, There's not a chance. There's no way. I don't care if the ca if the cage has a lock on yeah. the top. There's I, I don't I'm not taking a chance. Uh, I took a picture of him when I was watching him once and she's like, "Oh, he's trying to escape right now." <laughs> like make sure the the like weights on top and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh, like cuz he was like up. Yeah, he can like cuz he can lift the like um yeah. the top of it. Yeah. Like literally, those things are only muscle. There's like yeah. that's it. There's nothing else to them other than scales and Sh teeth. <laughs> Shane came to stay with me the last two nights I was there because I was there for a month, and he couldn't sleep in the bed like next no. to it. He was like, "I need to go downstairs to the couch. I can't be looking at this. Like I cannot fall it's asleep." Not... But he's like, "I can't believe you slept next to a snake for a month." And I'm like, "It wasn't that scary." And he's like, "The things you're scared of, and you're not scared of sleeping next to a snake." And what are like, you? Yeah. What are you scared of? I'm. I actually. I'm doing a lot better, but I'm like scared of Ubers. I hate Ubers. That's actually Wait, one of my biggest what? fears. Yeah, I hate Ubers. I'm doing better, <laughs> but like I, I'll be scared to take an Uber, but I'm fine to sit next to a snake or sleep next to a snake. Is it, okay. So is this is this a fear that you uh, that you feel uncomfortable talking about? Well, no, it's not that weird. I got in an accident in an Uber once, and so I okay. just like. But then I didn't let it go. <laughs> like I couldn't get yeah. over it. It was on a like it was on a bridge, and it just like freaked me out. So. I, for like years, I like couldn't take Ubers. I would just like book rental cars when I really didn't need them. It'd be so much more mm. convenient to take an Uber. So, but I just I had like make, this big fear of them. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna make a terrible joke and ask you if you, if you just do Lyft. Uh, no, no, Uber or Lyft. Or I, Lyft. I, I, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was just like you're like, oh, I'm terrified of Uber, so I take Lyft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that, that would funny. be that would be funny. Like as if like uh, it's like I should have just said that just to be confusing. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so terrified of Uber. Lyft is no. okay. Um. <laughs> so it's like it's just like the not having the control. It's like you yeah. know what I mean. It's like yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, but I will say to people, if you're ever in an Uber and you feel uncomfortable, someone's like texting while driving, speak up, because I didn't do that, and then I like regretted it. <laughs> so, yeah. so I will say that. Okay. Um, so, so I went to Berlin, um, yeah. and I, I ran the marathon in um, in uh, September last year, and mm -hmm. the guy picked me up from the airport, seemed like a cool gentleman, threw yeah. my like my luggage in the back, all that, 
and then he's driving kind of normal, but you yeah. know, probably you know, European ish type of drive, like a little aggressive, maybe New yeah. York ish, yeah. even you know, yeah. But then we get on this one road, and I'm like, okay, so I'm not a mathematician, I'm not from a place that uses kilometers, you know, but I think 200 is high, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. It was like 180. I don't know what it was, but it, it mapped out to that he was going 105 miles an hour. Like I looked it up on my phone really quick. I'm oh like, okay, God. what's what's this that many? What's, me. I'm like, what's this many kilometers per mile? You know, whatever. And it was like 105. This dude oh. was whipping down the highway. Turns out though, I think he was just on an autobahn for a stretch. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can go be flying down that. Yeah, but I was just thinking, like, at the moment, I was just like, I mean, I oddly he was it was smooth it was no yeah. i felt safe it was just like yeah. this is crazy you know oh my god i weirdly feel more safe in an uber in like new york city than i would on a highway because you're just going slower in new york yeah yeah, it's just, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just but a bunch that of would people. that would terrify me i just i just get out <laughs> you just on the highway so on the highway you just me see out. me walking <laughs> let me out right here i'm calling the lift uh, um yeah <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely different. The person on the way back, maybe di they didn't they didn't do that. So like, I don't know yeah. whether that guy was just you know rebel without oh a gosh. cause or whatever. That would terrify um, me. <laughs> what I'm trying to think of like what's what's what terrifies me, other than like, you know, I'm claustrophobic. Okay. That's yeah. A pretty like not too uncommon one. No, no, it in, isn't. Like, small elevators. How are you in the elevators? And do you stay in the the meet hotel in Orlando? Because like those were packed. There were three the elevators hotel? in the hotel in Orlando. No, I didn't. Three elevators, oh, they were packed, and it took like ten minutes to go up and down them. And you were just like, <sighs> like there was barely room. What hotel was it? To breathe. Uh, I forget what hotel we were at. Was it Double Tree? Yeah, I think the Double Tree. But anyway. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't. I so I'm okay on elevators. I think. Um, okay. I think if one got stopped, I think if one stopped, yeah. I think I'd be fine. I'm what about like actually, an MRI machine? Have you ever had to get like? Lord, is Shane <laughs> like is is, is 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 your husband like in the back? Is he like like what kind of podcast are you on? <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. Tell him, tell him this is a serious podcast. Tell him yeah. that he's got he's got to relax. This is real deal. We're talking about real <laughs> stuff here. Um, no, but honestly, so uh, MRI, right? Yeah. Um, I got one for my leg. Like it was like two, three, maybe three years ago, yeah. right? or two years ago, and. You know, they give you music and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you, you know, they, no, they have to step up their, like, their headphone game because yeah. they gave me, like, the headphones are, like, is you clearly not sound canceling. Like, bro, turn oh, it yeah. up, you know? Yeah. Um, they did ask me what I want to listen to, and I felt weird being, like, uh, do you got rap? And they're, like, yeah. yeah. And so they turned on, like, I forgot. I think it was, like, like uh, you know, a Pandora, like, rap or whatever, Dr. Dre radio or something like that. Yeah, And yeah. then, but... If I don't think about, like, if I can keep my mind occupied, yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah. The moment that I remember that I can't move, or, like, I think for me, it's, yeah. like, the feeling, like, because, you know, you're not supposed to move at mm -hmm. all, you know? Yeah. And if I don't think about the fact that I can't move, I'm fine. But the moment yeah. that I feel, like, a little, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I should move, I should move this leg, and then yeah. it gets weird, right? Yeah. So, um, like, or if, if, if I'm in a... I'm a, I'm five I'm five six. Everybody knows I'm a, I'm a, I'm not I'm not a big guy. But if we get in an Uber and it's like, I'm sorry for keep saying Uber. If I get in a vehicle, <laughs> I'm okay. It's better. <laughs> every time I say every, every time I say Uber, she's like cringes. Um, <laughs> if I get in a if I get in a vehicle, 
with like that has like three rows. Yeah. Normally, people like everyone that gets in the car that's around my size goes, "I'll get in the back. I'll get in the back." Yeah. And I'm like, "No, I'm not saying anything. I'm not getting in the back." I mean, because yeah. if I get back there, so I got in the in Orlando. I did get in the back of like at one point, but before I got back there, I'm like, "How far is it from where we are now to where we're going?" And he's like, yeah. 12 minutes or so." I was like, or so or 12 minutes. And he's like, 12 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, okay, I think I can do that. And as long as I like stay occupied, stay on my phone or something, yeah. it's just as soon as I realize I can't move too much, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. That's actually what I used to do in Ubers. I'd have to go on my phone. I'd start online shopping. because yeah, That gave me like a good distraction. I wouldn't necessarily like, buy anything, but I'd start oh, okay. looking. Yeah. Just loading up the Amazon cart. Yeah. Just like if I was in an Uber, I just like, I couldn't look up. I had to just stare at it. I, I'm way better now, <laughs> but this happened like eight years ago, I think. But for like yeah. four, or maybe not that long ago, but maybe like six. But it took a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what about so now that you've now that you've um stamped your your pass mm-hmm. um to then eventually get your passport stamped again to go to Paris. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be your second Olympic. Yeah. Appearance. Wait, wait. That's crazy. How's that? Yeah. I mean. How's it like? Does it feel real, like for you? Yeah, it feels it feels really special. I thought making another team in the future might come with like less pressure, um, having already made one. But I mean, I just I I really really wanted to make this team, and um, yeah, to be able to go to Paris in the marathon, I don't know, that just sounds mm. so cool to me. So I'm like, this is gonna be really special. But um, but yeah, still sinking in. I'm really happy about it. Yeah, I I I would imagine that like, I mean, because not everybody like not everybody gets to well number one not everybody gets to go to the Olympics period, but then not everybody gets to go back again, and that's yeah, and that's super awesome. Um, and like, how do you feel about like your your, and it's a two two different um two different distances, like how do you feel about like the your progression in running? right now like i don't really know if that's a full a full like thought or question but mm-hmm. like how do you feel about that the fact that it, the first one was ten thousand, this one's a marathon like how does that make yeah. you feel about your running um I, I feel like right now i'm just in the prime of my career so i'm just like so pumped to be able to compete uh on the world stage and i guess no matter the distance i i'm excited to be able to race the best of the best but uh in the marathon especially i do feel like the longer i go the i don't know there's just something about that distance i'm like i just really want to be able to compete with the top marathoners so i feel good i feel stronger than i felt a few years ago i feel like my body's um in a better place than uh in 2020 or even 2021 so yeah i just think i I just i feel excited and feel ready yeah so yeah have you guys like talked about it much at all or is it just like time to kind of like unwind a bit after the trials and then eventually get back into thinking about running and planning? Yeah, we've we planned a little bit. We've planned back from Paris. So we know where I will do my marathon build and we know when I'm going to go to altitude. And I think that like that starts in April. I'll go to Flagstaff in April and then come down for three months and just get ready for Paris and Providence, Rhode Island. But uh, from now until then, I think I'm just going to be like slowly gaining back into running and enjoying the rest of my break. I had such a short break after Chicago marathon that I... I'm kind of, it's nice not to have to rush back into marathon training right away. I get to just take some downtime and slowly build back up. So 
yeah, just making the most of that time. And then, yeah. then we'll uh, get more into it. Yeah, I mean, and then now, now is a good time. I mean, I kind of joked in the beginning, like, shouldn't you be doing something like now is a good time to kind of kick kick back a little bit. Yeah, you know, enjoy, enjoy, like, you know, family and all the things that you, you know, sacrificed over the last few months. Yeah. Like, what, what's, what's one thing that you like, you know, at the end of the marathon, you know, almost as soon as you cross the finish line, like, that you've kind of had to sacrifice because of marathon training? Like, what's one thing that you like, look forward to doing again? It, it is really just hanging out with family and friends. I, and I do love my breaks and I love my jobs. So I do, I love both. But it is nice when I'm on a break. I can just go. I, I don't have to miss as many things. I can, mm-hmm. um, I can go out to more dinners with people. I can um, not miss birthdays that or miss like events that happen when I'm away on training camps. So, so yeah, I'm just excited for that to be able to relax a bit with them and just hang out. And uh, it's like it, it sounds like mundane, but that's really what I miss the most. And that's probably the hardest part of my job for me is just missing that stuff. So. Um, so I try to really like soak it in and enjoy it when I can and enjoy being around like my people when I'm around my people. And then when I have to go away for a camp or something, um, being present at my train, being present in like my training and then making time to FaceTime or Zoom um, people I'm close with. But when I'm actually like in the same space as them, just trying to really enjoy that. Mm. So do you um, like like what's your like what's your go-to thing to do like it is because like mine is like for some reason i just love going to the movies like what's one oh, thing that's that my you husband. like you what do you yeah. what do you guys like doing like yeah shane loves going to the movies that's his favorite thing so we do that we actually do that a lot just the two of us but uh but yeah i just like going out to dinner or like going out for like a drink we like met some friends the other night and just had like um, dinner and a drink at a, like a cool place in Providence and yeah I don't know just like getting to catch up with people and just yeah yeah nothing nothing special I can like there's not like one restaurant I have to go to or one like oh right yeah right yeah I just, like yeah. I'm going to five guys <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just like yeah. Or not, yeah I don't know I guess I just like being around them yeah that's cool like it doesn't matter where you're going it's like hey as yeah, long as yeah. we all we all as long as we all agree it's a fun place to go we're going yeah, 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 yeah. So, and we have so many good restaurants in Providence. So, uh, I like forget how good the food is here. That's just like a nice added bonus when it's really good yeah. food. But we have we have really good food. What's like? What's like the? Is it what? What? What type of food is it known for? Like, is oh, it just one at, thing, or is it just restaurants? No, it's a lot. I mean, I don't know. We have really good Italian food here. Um, we have good seafood. Uh, trying to think like what are the other places we'll go to um yeah those are like it's usually those two I think are the best like we have a place called Federal Hill in Providence that are all these like Italian restaurants it's just Italian and they're all amazing like every single one's incredible and then if you go like out to Newport Rhode Island which is where like all the like the mansions are (laughs) that all the celebrities own um they have really good restaurants there or Narragansett Rhode Island that has like really really good seafood and so I like that um so I guess those are the two main ones. Yeah. So I, I lived in, it's not that it's, it's not close. But it's not far. I lived in, uh, you familiar with like Newburyport, Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah. There's a race yeah. that takes place there. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? The ten, is it 10K? Yeah. I th- yeah. I think there's like a, that. is it 10K or 10K? Or half. I think it's 10K. Yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah. Um, something 10. Um, yeah. But I li- yeah, I lived there for like six, seven years. And yeah. um, I, seafood obviously on that on that side of the of the yeah. of the states is just amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, you almost you almost can't beat it, um, except for like seafood in Vancouver. Have you been to Vancouver? 
Mm -mm, no, never. It looks beautiful though. Yeah, it's beautiful, but then like it's it's super known for seafood and okay. And every a lot of things have like an um like an Asian um influence because of okay. the connection. So it's a it's really good food. So okay. you should definitely go. You should definitely well, go. That's not, yeah, but, that sounds like a cool place to visit. Put that on the list. Um right. before we get away from this ramp, this this okay. sidestep of the conversation, what's what type of movies does Shane like? What type of movies do you like? What genre? What type of movies do you like? What genre? Any. He said any. <laughs> yeah, any. So yeah. I don't I'm really excited about um Dune. There's this movie called Dune. It's like sci-fi. Oh. Wait, he reads the Dune books, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves Dune. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, he did he see the first Dune? Did he see the first Dune? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay, so the second one comes out on March first, and I am like beyond myself. Uh -huh. I, 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 I think we'll probably go watch that. Sci-fi is his favorite. Yeah, actually, yeah, that is his favorite genre. Sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. It, and they just do. It's, it's just amazing. So if you have, if anybody's listening, they haven't seen Dune. It's about to leave Netflix. Yeah. Oh, like okay. I don't know what day it's leaving, but it's about it. to leave. Yeah, you should rewatch it really quick. You might like the latest season of True Detective because there is like a sci-fi element. Well, it's not really sci-fi, but maybe spiritual or something. I don't know. There's like I a, just a like I like I like it. good stuff. I like good. Like yeah. it doesn't even like I can watch some of the kid kids movies that are out right now that I, I yeah, I'll yeah. watch. Like as long as it's a good like plot and whatever and or just good yeah. humor or whatever i just like it. i'm i'm into that's, just that's like shane yeah 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 we yeah sure well, whatever it is if it's all this good and it's done well yeah. we're we're here for it you know cool we're here Give for it. A watch yeah um all right so back to back to running so do you so you've had a few races that i mean obviously over your lifetime you've had a lot of races that were probably hot but yeah. you know you had you had the trials in eugene mm -hmm. that were hot and you literally destroyed <laughs> the track um and it looked like nothing like you were running a different race than everybody else that day um and then you go to in tokyo that was a hot day as well wasn't it well it was hot in tokyo. Yeah, it was very hot it was in tokyo good, wasn't it yeah. yeah and then and then this one in orlando wasn't so hot but it just feel like the solar something was just yeah. high yeah what yeah. do you do you feel like it's something that you've like practiced or it's just, you know, or it's just happens like you're okay. You're just a little, you're okay in the heat. What is that? What do you attribute that to? Well, it might be a bit of both. My coach thinks I'm just naturally good in it, but um, I was doing some research about heat training before Orlando. And I was talking to just some experts that would know how to prepare for a, a hot race. And mm -hmm. the advice they were giving, I actually didn't realize I kind of already did some of it. So they kept telling me like, make sure you do your workouts in the best possible weather conditions because um, you need to be fit to make an Olympic team, but then sleep in on your easy days and go run later in the day when it's warmer out. And I'm like, oh, I actually already do oh. that. <laughs> so, oh. Like in the summer in Rhode Island, I like probably don't start my run until like 10 or 1030 and it'll be like really hot and humid. But I just like, I slept 10 hours the night before. So I just didn't get up in time to go any earlier. Yeah. And so good I didn't realize that's what I'm doing. Yeah, so I'm actually like always doing that. I just didn't really consider that heat training. Um, mm. And even when I lived in Phoenix, I'd wake up early for my workouts, but then I would like really push the limits on like what I should be running um, for like my easy runs. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I like I do wonder if maybe that just kind of I like I was always heat training. I just didn't know that's what it was. Um, 
I thought that was kind of interesting when they said that. I was like, okay, so just do what I do what I normally do. <laughs> but I know that's not really like maybe the best advice. Like if I had a, a normal like nine to five job, I wouldn't be able to do that. But that's just um, how I how I usually operate. Did you see the videos of uh, CJ Albertson's um, like? He called it the chicken coop thing. Shane told me about it. I didn't see them though. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard about that. Yeah, he. Uh, I interviewed him before the trials, and um, he sent me a picture um, before, like they put they yeah. put the video out, and he's got like heat lamps everywhere. He's got oh like a, like the the room is red. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like just him running in a red room. Basically, it looks like he's like developing film. <laughs> The, the, like the week before the trials, a lot of people started sharing what they were doing to heat train. And I was like, whoa, I didn't do that. <laughs> like, You're like, oh. Wetsuit, sauna running. And I was just like, oh no, maybe I underprepared. <laughs> and like, for oh. like one minute, I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> and then Shane was like, no, no, like you did what like you were told to do it. Or, like it's, you're probably fine. <laughs> so yeah. Is, I was like, is oh, no. it, <laughs> as a spectator of the, of the sport um, and then like, you know, an Instagram like person that's all like i'm always on my instagram it's it did seem like towards like about a month or so out it did seem like everyone was dropping like these videos of like how great their workouts were going and yeah yeah and like and like they're just like fucking like like the the um, like the like the, the quality of the video was like way up it was like a productions and yeah, i felt yeah. like it was being like it was some some uh some like trash talking going back and forth um, oh really? Was it mainly the men, or, or did you know? Well, not, well not like, not like. Well, no, it was like it was mainly. The, well, I guess it was both, but it was. I, okay. It's all like it didn't. It wasn't trash talking. Like they weren't. Yeah. You know, no one was saying anything. It was but it just seemed like, like look like what I'm games? doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look how yeah. amazing I'm running. And oh boy, would you look at that! I'm at four minute flat pace, and I'm just cruising. You know, this was easy. Did, did I you, felt incredible. <laughs> did you feel it? Did you like feel any of that? Or did you like um, see it kind of like, let me close my phone? So I like I did actually when I got like, really close to the trials, like I stopped going on my phone except for like to post something. And then I would just go on to like post or like respond to comments, but then I'd get off. Um, but that was only like the week or two before. Um, but I actually do feel like I handle the comparison stuff well now, especially for the marathon. Um, I think like it. I've just done so many marathons. I know it just mm -hmm. doesn't really matter what anyone else is doing. Like we yeah. talked about earlier, I did, I've done five marathons now and four of them, something didn't go to plan. So I'm like, mm -hmm. it doesn't actually matter necessarily what your competitors are doing. If you show up, um, like if I show up not healthy or um, not fit or something, it doesn't matter if this person knocked this workout out of the park, I'm not going to be able to hang with them anyway. <laughs> so right, right, right. Um, I need to like myself be able to run 26.2 miles as like, as well as I can, if that makes sense. Um, so like part of it, like when I'm approaching a marathon, I want to be fit enough to race my competition, but I also just want to be fit and strong enough to like complete a marathon <laughs> and do it as well as I can. So it's just this like different outlook. I feel like I have for the marathon distance. I just know there's so much more, um, yeah, so many more variables with it. So I think it, that helps me not compare quite as much. Um, yeah. But like, I wouldn't, yeah. But then also if I did see something like someone crushed like an amazing long run, I might be like, whoa, that's really good. Um, but just try to like, I don't know, not let that like fester. Like don't think about yeah. like, those workouts too much. <laughs> just try to move yeah. on. Yeah, I know that that's, it's, it is, it's, I mean, I don't, I'm not competing against anyone, but is it, I mean, you do see other people training for the same race. Like, I may not even know them. I just like follow yeah. them or something like that. Instagram, like, wow, 
they did a lot of miles this week. Should I be doing more? You know, or they, you know, they did yeah, less yeah. miles this week. Am I doing yeah. too much or, you I, know? I, so I used to think that way though too. And I think I, then I realized the high mileage like wouldn't work for me. Like the quality of my work would go down. So I almost like through trial yeah. and error, I stopped comparing. Cause I'm like, wait, no, like I can't run that high. I re- yeah. I remember this much. How, what do you, but what are you like, what are you averaging like um, miles per week right now? I think like 110 to 115 is my sweet spot. Or like close to 115. I can go a little higher than 115, but I don't like going over 120. But I don't think if I did anything under 100, I don't think that would be enough for me. So I think okay. that's like so, my sweet spot. Yeah. And you're like talking about like in comparison to like doing like 120s to 130s. Yeah, because some people okay. can like um, do 130s, or even I've heard of like 140 mile weeks. And I remember like hearing of a few runners years ago doing 140 mile weeks and they were running really well. And I was like, I don't know if the marathon's for me. There's no way that's going to like, I just knew in two, like 140 is way too high. I don't think I can do that. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think like we have kind of found what works. So I think that does help a bit with like not getting too caught up in uh, the training comparisons, but I did get caught up in it a bit when I saw everyone posting their heat stuff. I was like, oh no, yeah. like I underprepared yeah. uh, for like a minute and then, or a few, for like a little bit. And then I moved on from it pretty quickly after talking to Shane, but you can, I guess, get sucked into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the force is with you. You know what I mean? You just have to, yeah. you just have to, you just got to believe it, go in there to go with your plan and, and just let it ride. Yeah. Um, I guess just have confidence in what you're doing. And don't worry so much about yeah. what your competitors are doing. Cause at the end of the day, you're the one that has to go run, run a marathon. Uh, yeah. And be strong enough to do it. Yeah. It is. It is definitely one of those dis- distances where it's like, it is what it is. Like, you yeah. know, um, you know, you can't draft, you can't even draft off one person all the way to a 26.2 yeah. mile. It, like it doesn't matter yeah, what yeah. anybody else does. You really do have to be prepared to do it. Yep what you can do and then there's going to be some moments where you can push because of somebody else but at, at, at the end of the yeah. day it's like you just got to be ready for whatever yeah no i agree yeah the yeah. marathon can throw some curveballs at you yeah a bunch of them actually yeah um, i posted yeah. i posted i posted like a silly um um reel today it was like this it's like this new it's not he's not a new boxer i guess but he's a boxer yeah. but he's like he, he does a lot of taunting and like moving around okay. and stuff and he like spins his hand around and like will punch you with the other hand like yeah, in real yeah. life like and i was wow. like um okay. i was like i was like this is i was like new york city marathon versus me <laughs> you know like in the, <laughs> the, poor, the poor other guy was just like getting hit like it was like nothing at like he just had nothing for the guy um yeah so the marathon definitely throws some some curveballs at you especially Good to have like, a sense of humor about it <laughs> yeah it's like i mean sometimes you just gotta laugh yeah. like yo this is you know? crazy yeah um yeah. but so i have um some random no, first, first, first. I this is one of the questions as well, but I do have some questions from Instagram, and I'll say like the name of the person. It's a lot of questions. People have a lot of questions. Some okay. of them are str- some of them are strange. We will keep. We will stay away from the strange ones. Okay. Um, and we'll I go want to know what the one. strange ones are after. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll start. I'll let me start it off with a strange one. Wait, you'll regret saying that. Okay, sure. Yeah, let's see. What is it? Uh, how many hot dogs can you eat? Oh. That is a strange. I mean, that's, I, I, I guess it's not super strange, but <laughs> yeah. it is kind of strange. How many could I eat, or how many do? How many hot dogs do I want to eat? Because it's probably right, I mean, that's those two very different questions. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'll let I you think, think about. I'll let you think about that one. <laughs> okay, we'll come back. Circle back to that one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, so like I'm vegan right now, but I guess if I mean I've been vegan for like I said, like right now, like as if it's like been this like for a month. It's been like yeah six years. So yeah. Um, 
but let's just like hypothetically um if if there was right. a, a if there was such thing as a good vegan hot dog i think maybe i think maybe three i was gonna say three i think i could do two to three and then i'd start complaining my stomach hurts and i just wouldn't want to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'd probably do stop you, do you guys you ever had white castle uh, i've or never that, had it that, no that, You've heard I mean, of it, it, right? Is that a Midwest thing? I feel like I saw. Yeah, I think it might be a Midwest. I've never had it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it the is. little small, bur- little small burgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they're yeah, ba- yeah. like they're barely even like I don't even know if they're really, like really meat, but like we 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 ran past one. A group of my friends ran past one like not too long ago, and we just started talking about like like how many like how many how many how many uh, White Castle burgers could you eat? Like when we were just talking about like, back in the day, where you know yeah. when you're young, you're just like yeah. eating for like seven, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like it's just kind of baffles me, like how much we like people we used to eat as like kids, like kids, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I could eat like ton of these. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, where, where? I, I, my, I took my son bowling. Um, and I like her, the reason I'm thinking about it now is that he was bragging about it to one of his friends recently. Um, we took him bowling, and it was just he and I. I'm vegan, so whatever he orders, I'm not gonna like touch anyway. I'm like, yeah. he's like, Dad, I want, I want a pizza. He's 13, and I'm like. Um, I don't want to order a whole pizza. Like, if you're not gonna, you know, we're not. I don't know if you're gonna take a a bowling alley pizza home, are you? Yeah. You know? And he's like, no, I'm really hungry. I'll, I'll eat a, a lot of it. I'm like, okay, sure. So I get this pizza, and he ate eleven slices. Wow. Yeah. But he didn't lie. He was right. He judged that correctly. Yeah. But he's, but literally, I think he must have had something to prove because to, I, I've never <laughs> seen him eat this much food before or after so i think i think maybe he like was like you know i'm really hungry but then he probably was like wow i wasn't this hungry you know (laughs) because why leave why leave the last one if you eat 11 why leave the last one because you know four slices ago you were supposed to stop yeah i don't know maybe have him on the podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> or just ask him whenever. I mean, because I, I mean, yeah, right, I got to get him on a pod to ask him the question. <laughs> yeah, get him I on mean, because like, because <laughs> if a, you could, if you could say, I mean, right, if you use a Zoom call right across <laughs> the table, if you could say, I ate a whole pizza, wouldn't you want to be able to say that? Yeah, maybe. If you were that close. Yeah, why would you? I feel like, like I feel like. A, I feel like you still have something to improve upon. So the next time when he eats the full, <laughs> full pizza. is it like is it like doing like intervals? Like you always want to you always want to stop the workout with no. It's you can like do the Mondo Duplantis where he just keeps barely like breaking his yeah. records. So maybe yeah, yeah. your son will just keep eating a little bit more. Keep- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I heard like a, a good I heard a good way to train is like always feel like you could you could have done one more rep. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's you know? it. Yeah, yeah that's what smart. you're trying to do. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. All right. So one of the, I don't know. You're never gonna come back on my show. I could tell already. <laughs> like, it's not happening. No, this is good. Um. So we'll ask some real questions, and I wanted okay. to ask this question. To, question two. Um. Uh. Heather Abs runs, and then also Ken is here. Same question, technically, but just different ways. Uh. What shoes did you wear? Oh, the New Balance the trials. Pacer. Yeah. Pacer. Yeah. And so one said, why not this, the RC Elite, SC Elite? Uh, why yeah. not the SC Elite? And I'll leave that for you. 
Yeah, I get that question a lot. Uh, so the Pacer is just a lower stack shoe. And I've, I've always preferred lower stack shoes, even back to like when I was running on the track. I um, Sometimes I would do track races in these really, really light racing flats. I wouldn't even wear spikes um, if I was like preparing for something else and didn't want to put spikes on. So I've just always been a fan of like lower stack. I So I think I, I actually, I have had people reach out to me and um, ask if they think the pendulum might swing back to maybe like lower stack height super shoes in the future. And I kind of wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if that's that's what ends up happening so um at least for some people maybe one of the cool one of the cool questions or a theme that i keep seeing is like nutrition like what do yeah. you eat what's your like go-to yeah. stuff like morning of and then what do you take during the race yeah so morning of i'm pretty like i'm pretty basic i just go i, I do recommend just practicing what you're going to eat in practice so don't like the morning of a race try anything new mm. so for me i usually I just have toast with either almond butter or peanut butter and banana. And then I'll be sipping on you can as well, like in the, like up until like an hour before the race. So mm -hmm. I'll be sipping on my like you can energy. And, um, and I like actually having a little bit more than just water the morning of a marathon, because I, I feel like you, you're just going to be out there so much longer. You just want a bit more. So I usually have that as my go-to. Um, and I'll take that as well, every 10 K throughout the race. So, and then afterwards, uh I, i'm not picky after a race i just mm -hmm. usually want like a burger and fries like something salty so yeah. if they have that if not like i'll just do something else but um but yeah, is, that I think what nutrition, had, is that what you is that what you had after the trials burger and fries i think the only thing we could find that could deliver like fast enough because i it took me forever to get back to the hotel was this like i was got found like a greek restaurant actually so i got mm. Some Greek food is actually really good. Oh, and I got fries. I got um, some fries with like this feta sprinkled on it, which is really nice. I like fries after a marathon. So just give me something salty. Oh, yeah. Fries are so good. Fries are so yeah. good. I love like that's like one of my like one of my top yeah. five favorite foods. Maybe top yeah. three fries. So yeah. good fries. Some good fries that got some nice salt on them. Yeah. Yeah. And I normally don't really like the taste of soda, but I like really wanted a like a Coke after as well. So it's like, this isn't like the best, yeah. like, I don't know. I just want like, like sugar and salt. <laughs> yeah. Everything, everything that I've been kind of ignoring and pushing to the side. <laughs> I think um, my body's just so tired. I'm just like. Yeah, exactly. Like just anything, please. Um, all right. So Lindsay, Lindsay Norman says, what's your favorite pump up song? Ooh, I was listening to Beyonce before, um, before the trials. I was listening to like the morning of or just song. like or morning just, of, or just like kind of like up. okay um but then there was this song that i was playing i don't know the name of it um i posted one of my reels with it and it's just oh i don't know the name never mind i'll just say beyonce i like beyonce <laughs> okay well then afterwards we're all gonna go see like look at look through all the reels and figure out maybe what song you're talking yeah about. yeah the one where i said this is an intense song that one i was listening to oh. as well. <laughs> all right i don't know like, like you literally the words are in that song but <laughs> like I, I don't i don't i'm not i'm not signing on to all the words i have no idea what they're saying but i like the song <laughs> I like um it. i like yeah like half the songs i listen to i'm like i really don't know what you just said i don't know what they're I like, saying i, yeah. I like so i have to be I careful like i'll post like a song in a reel and then i'm like wait uh, maybe i should take that down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song. Yeah, when I actually yeah. listen to the words, I'm like, I'll repost that. <laughs> yeah, like so. Some like sometimes like I lo I'm a, I'm definitely like a rap, like a, a rap and like a hip hop and like R and B. Yeah, yeah. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my mom is is um like listen like I'm 39 years old like and I'm still like 
yeah. cautious of like what I post because my mom's gonna be like, you know, you could have picked a different song, <laughs> you know, yeah. like so, so like I'll find like the edited versions of yeah, the yeah. songs in the so then I'll use those, you know. Uh, and, that's a good yeah, idea. I, I try my that. best. Yeah, I try my best. Yeah. And then some of the songs I yeah. really like, if they edited out like the words you can't say. Yeah, yeah. It would just yeah. be a bunch of like, you know, it wouldn't yeah. be much to be heard. No, it wouldn't be much left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many questions here. So many people are like super into into like your training and what you in in and what you've been able to accomplish in there. So many people are so happy for you is like, that's really, you know, a lot of the themes aren't, oh, aren't any questions, awesome. but it's just like, it's just like, you know, congratulations. Nice, um, cannot wait, cannot wait, cannot wait to see um, you take the line in, in Paris. Um, and then also I can't wait to tune into all of your, you know, all your videos between now and then oh, list of things not to do. Don't babysit a snake anytime soon. Just get through Sounds get good. through Paris and you can do whatever you want to after that. Okay. okay. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> that worked out okay. I actually did that before Chicago two years ago. And it worked out fine. Okay. Well, never mind. Let's find a snake. Okay, well, let's, let's find, find a snake. Let's find a snake. Um and in but you really okay. are like, you know, so many people Thank look you. up to you and everything that you do. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm going to let you go. Thanks so much. Well, it's nice uh catching up with you. And uh yeah, thanks for keeping it fun, late and fun. All right, peace out, peace out. All right, we got through that one. Thank you so much for checking us out. Let me know if you like this style. If you don't, um, I'll try my best to get back to, you know, the normal. I feel like all my podcasts have probably been something like this, but we leaned a little bit farther into like just having some fun. And hopefully you were on your long run or something like that or working and we provided some laughs and some entertainment. And you also find out a little bit more about Emily Sisson and then also checked off the box of listening to a running podcast that talked about running for a bit. So thank you for uh, listening. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a review if you love it. Also follow Emily Sisson on Instagram. Also follow the Running Sleep Show on Instagram and we out of here. Run, eat, sleep, and repeat.